His Love Christian Fellowship is excited to share this podcast with you. We hope you enjoy this message. And your love okay, we'll pray. We'll start. Lord, I just thank you for being here in this place tonight. I thank you that you come and meet us when we worship and your spirit just flows in our midst. And Lord, you take us to new places and we ask for more of that tonight. Lord, a deeper measure of new places in you tonight. Lord, I just give you what I've got and I ask that your words would come forth. And Lord, that you would just bless it in Jesus' name. I love how the Holy Spirit orchestrates everything. Um, the title of my message is Guard Your Words and Push Forward. <laughs> uh, so, if I wondered if I had the right thing, I'm at least close. <laughs> um, we'll start with Romans 12:2. It says, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world. But let God transform you into a new person by the changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. You know, just the beginning of that, if we could just get a hold of letting the Lord change the way we think in every area, everything would look different. The hard things would look simple. The big things would look little. They would just change dramatically. When we believe the truth, it brings freedom. That's what I felt like the Lord was saying with that scripture. When we believe the truth, it brings freedom. When we believe a lie, we give power to that lie, and it brings some level of bondage. So either you believe the truth and you walk in freedom, or you believe a lie, and it will bring some level of bondage in that lie that you're believing. When we have thoughts come into our minds, we need to examine them to see if they are from the Lord or an attack of the enemy. No matter how little, if it is not the Lord, it will bring bad fruit. You know, that was one of the big things when I first got saved, the Lord dealt with me on was my mind because my mind goes crazy all the time because I don't mean crazy. That's not the right word. My mind goes 100 mile an hour (laughs) because I'm always thinking the next thing. Where am I going from here? What am I doing? And the enemy tries to attack in that. And the Lord spoke to me right off the bat when I was a young Christian. And he said that. He said, you get control of your mind. And um, I just felt like it's been a gradual process like everything. You know, he teaches you a level and then you go to the next level and then on and on. And then you feel like, oh, I messed up. You may have slipped. And then you go even farther. But he's with you and he leads you through that. Um, Do not dwell on thoughts that are not from your heavenly Father. Quickly rebuke them and move on. That's the most basic level that I started with, was if you have an attack from the enemy in your mind, rebuke it and move on. If you can rebuke it and move on to something else, even if you don't have scripture to battle it or whatever it is, you don't dwell on it. You don't let that thing sit and take root. And so that's the number one key in the basics is rebuke it and move on. Um, After I got saved, the Lord started speaking to me about watching what I put into my mind also. One of the big things he had to deal with me on is country music. That's a big surprise to some of you, I know. (laughs) 
I really liked listening to country music, obviously, um, and the Lord told me to stop. He told me to completely stop listening to country music. So it was like, have you ever fasted food and water and everything? You thought you was going to die. It's kind of like that. <laughs> Just reality. That's how it was. <laughs> and I quit. I quit listening to all of it. And I'd had some people say, oh, it's just music. It's not a big deal. You know, it's no problem. It's just music you listen to. Everybody listens to music, all that kind of stuff. And that's true for some people. It is. But where I was at, I had to stop. It had to be an ending of those things that planted those seeds in my thoughts, even when I wasn't consciously thinking about them. They were there. So then when you lay down, you'd have those words running through your mind. And when you was going to do something, you'd have those things coming to mind. And it began to be those seeds that were planted. And that's what the Lord was showing me when I stopped was, here's what you were planting. I'm trying to teach you something better. And so that was like a major thing to me, a major revelation of what the Lord was doing. Um. I was trying to get a solid connection with the Lord and remove those things that was running through my mind. He showed me back then, the things you let in your mind are like seeds, and they're looking to be fertilized. So you want things from God because, I'm sorry, you want things of God to become more important in your life and to feed your mind than anything else. So whatever you listen to the most or whatever you set your eyes on the most, that's what would begin to take root in your life. So it's nothing to do with country music's bad, or rock and roll's bad, or rap's bad. It's nothing got anything to do with that. What it has to do with is what is filling your mind the most? What's filling your eyes the most? Because whatever that is, is what begins to take root, and that's what begins to grow. Um, I still like country music. <laughs> I don't know that that'll ever change, but what's changed is if I listen to country music now, I do not do it for any extended period of time because in my spirit, I have a sense of, okay, it's going to start going through my mind. It's time to shift to something else. And that was a thing the Lord gave me. Now, I feel like it's the same thing as an alcoholic or somebody that's addicted to tobacco once you stop, if you start again, a lot of times you don't have the ability to just quit because you're addicted to that thing. And it can be any area in your life. I don't care if it's music, if it's tobacco, if it's alcohol, if it's video games. It doesn't matter what it is. Everything you do has the potential to be those seeds. And when you let those seeds in... It has the potential to be in control instead of you being in control. And that's what the Lord's wanting to get us to a place of we have nothing in our lives that controls us but him and his Holy Spirit. That's where he wants us to be. When you're in that place, it doesn't matter what's okay for you because it may not be okay for the next person. What matters is he's in control of your life and you don't give anything over to the enemy to be an opening to plant those seeds that you don't want in your life. So I put, pick something out in your life that you want changed. To me, this is a big one. You know, we all have things. If you don't have anything you want changed, talk to me because I've never been there before. <laughs> I've always had things I want changed. I want better. That's how my mind works. I always want to improve. 
So I felt like the Lord said, pick something in your life that you want changed. And now, what have you been doing to change it or fix it? So if you think about it, what do you want to improve? Okay, you got that thing. What have you been doing to improve that thing in your life? Most of us would say probably nothing. <laughs> we just want it to improve, but we really don't want to do anything about it. It's a lot easier just to want it to improve than to actually put forth some effort and make it to improve. <laughs> okay, so where do we start? So I was, I was just... You know, a lot of this is basic things, but it's what we deal with day in and day out. It's like, okay, where do we start from there? Obviously, we all know the first thing is to seek the Lord and how to shift that situation in our lives. And I felt like he said Proverbs 133 is a perfect uh, example of this. It says, but all who listen to me will live in peace, untroubled, untroubled by fear of harm if we seek him in any area it doesn't matter what it is and we know he's saying push forward in this this is what i'm asking you to do this is what i'm calling you to do there is no fear in going towards that the enemy can't come in and turn us in the other direction because we know the lord's told us that now i'm not saying it doesn't come at you i'm not saying it's going to be easy It'll never be easy. <laughs> but what I'm saying is we know he give us the word. We're going that direction. And that's where we push. Number two is take action. I feel like this is a big stumbling block for a lot of people. I've heard people say, well, I don't know what the Lord wants me to do, how he wants me to change that. And I felt like <laughs> the Lord said, do something. If you don't know what he wants you to do, do something. If you're wrong, he'll correct you. And a lot of times, he'll correct you when you're moving in the wrong direction before he'll correct you when you're not moving at all. Because he knows it takes effort to get where you want to go. And if you're not putting forth effort, why would he tell you what you need to do? you got to have the effort there to get where he's telling you to go. So once you do that, begin to move, push in the direction you feel like the Lord's telling you to go, then go for it. Don't hesitate. Don't worry about, am I doing this right? Do I have everything right? Seek the Lord and press forward. When you do that, He'll meet you. You look through Scriptures, time after time, He met His people. He got them out of tough situations. They made bad mistakes. He didn't, he didn't completely erase them from the picture because they messed up. He always got them back on the right track. He always helped them push forward. And that's where I feel like the enemy a lot of times wants to attack us and not let us push. And on our minds, we do not push forward because we're afraid we're going to make a mistake. We're not going to do the right thing. We're not going to do it the right way, whatever it is. And the Lord's saying, move. If you're making a mistake, I'll correct you. If you're moving with fellowship and brothers and sisters around you that's holding your hand and supporting you, he's going to get you through. He's going to get you in the right direction. Nothing is impossible in our lives. Our Father is in control of everything. Through him, we can make a change of anything in our lives. When we seek him for direction, we move that way. When we seek him in direction and move in that direction, nothing's impossible 
It may be hard and it may not be fun, but it's possible because he never leads us in a direction that's not possible. And he never takes us in the desert to let us die. (laughs) We feel like we're going through the desert a lot of times, and that's usually a pretty good place to be. And I put in here, I put, it may not be fun and it may push us to the end of ourselves, but that's a great place to be because that's when we give him room to begin to work for us in those areas. Proverbs 18.15 says, Intelligent people are always ready to learn. Their ears are open for knowledge. If you do not stay willing to learn and your ears open for knowledge, then look out. I don't care what you're doing. I don't care if you've seen a vision of what he showed you to do. If you can't listen to those around you and you can't be willing to hear and receive wisdom and knowledge, you're going to be in trouble. So stay in the place of having open ears and knowledge with your brothers and sisters in the Lord in all you do. Big key the Lord showed me pretty quickly, again, when I was saved, was always be hungry and learn. Don't get lazy or content with your knowledge. You're made to continually learn and improve. That's one thing, you know, when we got married, I didn't know exactly what I was supposed to do because... Before we got married, I thought I knew what my path was, and then I really got connected with the Lord, and he turned me like 180 degrees the other direction, and so I was like, okay, where do I go from here? And the catch was, I was willing to push and learn in whatever he had. I always had a thing I wanted to learn more. I wanted to seek what he was trying to tell me. I wanted to push forward. I didn't feel like I had to know everything before I moved. And in that, I made mistakes. (laughs) But he always brought me back to where I needed to be. I'd make a mistake. He'd bring me back. But it was like a father that was well-pleased. I wasn't sitting down, crossing my arms and upset because I didn't know where to go. I was walking, and he was pulling me back on the path. And I was walking, and he was pulling me back on the path. And it was, it was an awesome thing because it was, it was the thing I had been raised in. Not everyone had this, but I had a thing of knowing my father loved me, and it didn't matter what I'd done, he was there. And the Lord done that to me once I got saved and started walking with him. He kept bringing me back in, and I would learn. He loves me. Even though I make a mistake, it's okay. It doesn't matter. He loves me anyway. And so that was a growing uh, place in me uh, of walking with him in that way and pressing forward. So I put, our responsibility is to move in all the Lord has created us for. Now, in the world, this gets a lot of um, misconception. It gets mixed up a lot. And what I want to say with that is, In the world, the main focus is you have to get a job, you have to have a profession, you have to go to school, you have to do all these things. And I want to tell you before any of those things, you have to know the Lord. Find the Lord and go after him, okay? We all know that. The next thing is, if you're going to be a mom, a wife, a mother, all those things, that's more important than anything else. Anybody can go out and get a job. Anybody can do the 8 to 5, 8 to 4.30, but not very many people can be the mother they're called to be until they begin to look out for others and not just themselves. And I'm telling you, we have a church full of those people that look out for others and not just themselves. And Brock shared on that before, but that is like, to me, if you wanted to list, you know, you, you take the world's list of professions and what's the most important and what's the best, 
a mom wouldn't be in there. And I'm telling you, in the kingdom, a mom's up there. It's on top because that's the priority. And when you get that down as, as women, as young girls, you get that down and you say, okay, this is what the Lord is telling me to do. But what I do, the world says it's not, you know, who I'm supposed to be. The world says I'm supposed to do this and that. Don't pay any attention to what the world says. You get a hold of the Lord, and you press forward, and you seek out. Once you know that's who you're called to be, you seek out everything you can. And this covers all areas of life, but I'm going to say it's the same way with moms. You read everything you can read about how to be a good mom. You search the scriptures about how to be the wife and mother you're supposed to be. You push into those things, and that will be as good of achievement as anything on this earth will ever be that is priority number one okay then you come back to the husband or and i'm not saying all women are supposed to be home what i'm saying is find out what yours is and don't feel like it's not good enough because the world says it's not find out what your position is and do it press forward and don't worry about anything else same way with the husbands, same way with the boys as they're growing up. Find out what you're supposed to do and press forward because the problem with looking around and, and wondering if I'm doing good enough, if I'm really supposed to be this or that is you stay stagnant. And when you begin to stay stagnant, you back up. You never stay in one place. Either you're going forward or you're backing up. And I'm skipping ahead now, but <laughs> that's farther down in my notes. But I really feel like the Lord is trying to implant something in all of us, and especially the youth in this church, that once you know what you're called to do, and it'll be, it'll be in your heart, you'll know this is who I am, then you don't worry about anything outside of the Lord. You ask him to help you, and you press forward in that. You don't worry about what the world says. Um, I put, our responsibility is to move in all the Lord created us for. The only way to do that is to not be complacent. Find your passion and what direction the Lord has for you. Then study everything you can on that. Talk to as many people as you can in those areas that have experience. Listen to things. You know, I watch, I'm out all day long and I see these kids and they're all over on their iPhones or on their iPads or on their computer and nine out of 10 of them are not accomplishing anything. If you're gonna use what we've been granted with in this nation, use it for a purpose. Seek out what your goal is. If you're gonna be on your phone, if you're gonna be on YouTube, if you're gonna be on podcasts, listen to the things that push you forward in what you're gifted in. Find out what those things are. If you're supposed to be a preacher like Chris Valentin, find them, listen to them over and over again. Find people like that. Learn how they got to where they're at. Find out how they sought the Lord and pressed forward. It doesn't matter what you want to be. Use what you have to increase what the Lord has given you. It's being a good steward of who you are and the giftings the Lord has gave you. It doesn't matter if you want to be a construction worker. It doesn't matter if you want to be an insurance agent. It doesn't matter if you want to be a trucking company. I don't care what it is. Find out what it is, seek it, and press forward in it. Learn everything you can. You know, I love reading now. When I was in school, I hated reading. I didn't read, actually, at all. <laughs> Only what I had to to pass the test. But now I love reading. If there's something 
if I'm, uh, I go through seasons with business to where maybe I'm trying to figure out what the Lord is telling me with investments, how to invest the best. And I'll find every book I can. I'll read on that. I'll listen to podcasts on it. I'll watch YouTubes on it. Anything I can on that area. And then the next thing may be, uh, maybe it's uh, learning how to control your mind. I'll listen to podcasts on, okay, what scriptures with, with how to contain your mind, with how to push forward and what the Lord says. There's all kinds of different preachers out there that preach awesome things on that. You know, we hear it every Sunday, but I'm telling you, if you just come in here on Sunday and that's all you hear, forget it. You're out there six other days of the week and you're hearing all these other things. What are you getting the most of? Okay, take those things that you need to grow in who you are and listen to it. Read it. Study it. I don't care how it is. Push forward in that thing. If you're going in the wrong direction, the Lord's going to tell you because you're seeking him. And then shift to what he's going. It's not wrong to be going in the wrong direction. It's wrong not to go at all. And then when he corrects you, shift. Go the direction he's telling you. You look at anyone in this room, anywhere out there that has business. I don't care if it's a farmer like Paul's been in farming for years. I don't care if it's Tony with insurance. I don't care what it is. If you ask them what it took to get where they're at, they're not going to say, well, it just got handed to me. I just sat back and it was easy. It wasn't any problem. How'd you learn to do this and that? Well, I just knew. It is a process, and if you want to get there, then you have to get to learning that process. You have to push forward, and there's all kinds of people that want to be better at that than you, and the Lord didn't create us to be mediocre. He created us to be the top. What is that, the head and not the tail, okay? So seek out what you're supposed to do and go after it. Okay, I'm getting, getting ahead of myself here. Um, Romans 12, 6 through 13 says, In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, serve them well. If you're a teacher, teach well. If your gift is encouraging others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. Don't just pretend to love others. Really love them. Hate what is wrong. Hold tightly to what is good. Love each other with genuine affection and take delight in honoring each other. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. Rejoice in our confident hope. Be patient in trouble and keep praying. When God's people are in need, be ready to help them. Always be eager to practice hospitality. So what I want to say in this is I was talking a lot about the physical, and I was talking about work. It's the exact same thing on the spiritual, and you have to have both. If you don't get your spiritual life lined out, then your physical life will not be lined out. I don't care if you have the best job in the world. I don't care if you make the most money in the world. If you don't have your connection with the Lord lined out, the rest of it will mean nothing. And if you have everything right with the Lord, you cannot stay complacent because he has things for you to do, places for you to go, people for you to meet, and, and he has things for you to accomplish in this life. So it's the same on both sides. You can't be half in one and all in the other. You have to push forward in both areas. 
The Lord has given us all different gifts, as I just read, and we have to push forward in those gifts in order to meet the expectation that the Lord created us for. And what I mean by that is when he created us, he created us for a purpose. And in that purpose, he has expectancies for us to meet, just like we do as our kids. When we're teaching them something, we expect them to learn this and that. And as we do that, it is like showing him appreciation for being a father who loves us, just like our kids do when they respond to our correction or when they respond to what we tell them to do. It's showing appreciation for who he created us to be. You never, okay, I'm sorry, I read that one. I was getting ahead. We are created to grow, to learn, to advance, to improve. Just, (laughs) I was thinking about that. We're created to continually do these things, grow, learn, advance, improve. Look at a baby. What if a baby stayed that way its whole life? (laughs) Wouldn't accomplish much, would it? But look at the process, and it seems like it's fast. I mean, you've been around babies, it begins to happen faster and faster and faster. It's the same way in our relationship with the Lord. As we seek Him and press in, our levels begin to come faster. Things begin to clear up quicker. We begin to have revelation that we never had before. It's like that uh, diamond, you know, it's the... uh, the revelation of the Lord is like the diamond. There's so many facets to it. And you'll see one thing and you'll press in that and then he'll show you something else and you'll press in that. And it's one thing after another. And he has abundance for us to learn and to push with him in. And that's what he's calling us to. He's not calling us to stay in the same place. When we stop doing the things above, which are grow, learn, advance, press forward, improve, seek the Lord, when we stop doing those things, we go backwards. And I mean that literally. Kids, you'll learn when you stop pressing in for the Lord, when you stop going the direction you're supposed to be, you will not stay where you're at. The next thing you know, you'll be behind where you were. You will go backwards. And so the key is stay hungry, seek the Lord, do not go backwards, don't ever become complacent or stagnant. We were created for a purpose. Find what that purpose is and go after it. You have to set goals. I don't care if it's with the Lord, I don't care if it's with your job, I don't care what it is. You have to set goals. If you're having trouble spending 20 minutes of quiet time in the morning reading your Bible, set that goal. I'm going to spend 20 minutes of quiet time for the next two weeks. Then when you've done that for two weeks, set a goal for 30 minutes. I'm going to spend 30 minutes of quiet time for the next two weeks. Then when you've done that, set it for 45 and set it for an hour and set it until you get to the place where you know you're spending the time you need with the Lord every morning. Once you get to that place, then do the same thing with every other area of your life. When you know you need to be better at a job, set yourself a goal. This is my goal. This is how I'm going to know when I've reached it. And then when you reach that, set your next one and keep pressing forward. Set goals for everything you do because if you don't set goals, you won't reach them. (laughs) Things will never change. If you don't decide this is what I'm going to do, you're not going to get there. You have to decide and you have to press forward in those goals. It's okay to set a goal 
and then the Lord change it. Believe me, I'm all or nothing. If I set a goal, it's not abnormal in a few weeks to have to say, okay, I've got to scale that back just a little bit, and I'll try again. <laughs> but I seek the Lord in that. Set the goal. Seek the Lord in it. He would rather you set a goal, press forward, seek him in it, and change it than to not do anything. So keep pressing forward in those things. After seeking the Lord in a direction, hold on. <laughs> After you seek the Lord in any direction, it doesn't matter what it is, go after it. Set the goal, go after it. I put on here, if you set a goal for a certain type of job, set your goal, go after it, press forward. If you set a goal to be a better teacher, go after it, press forward. If you want to be a better student, go after it, press forward. It doesn't matter what it is. If you want to be to where you're spending two hours of time with the Lord every morning before you start school or work, set your goal, go after it. A lot of times I hear people say, well, I just can't get up that early. You know, that comes through a lot when you have business and you have employees. Well, that's just really hard for me to get up. You know, I got to be at work a certain time. Well, choose your priorities. What's your priorities? Either you want something or you don't. Figure out what your priorities are, set your goals, and go after them. All of this is in a connection with the Lord. I'm talking to people in this room that know what a connection with the Lord is. If you don't have the connection with the Lord, nothing that you will reach in life will be fulfilling. Like I said earlier, nothing will. Connect with the Lord, press forward, and accomplish what he called you to do. So if we could stand up, I'd just like to pray for all of us. Lord, I just thank you for who you are. Lord, I know I've really been on the same theme of we were created for a purpose. And Lord, I just feel like that's what you've been doing in my heart. Lord, I feel like you're saying that we need to guard our minds. Lord, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's games. I don't care if it's music. I don't care if it's TV. Whatever it is, teach us how to guard our minds and teach us how to be the creators that you called us to be. And what that is, is moving moving give us direction help us to move teach us how to press teach us how to be who you want us to be lord i just lift up this body as a whole and lord i thank you for all the brothers and sisters in this place and i ask that you would teach us how to hold hands lord how to hook or um Lord, how to all stand in line and lock uh, shoulders and push forward and agree with each other and, and, Lord, lift each other up. Lord, help us to be the unit that you've called us to be because, Lord, as we press forward and your people begin to come in and, and Lord, as we begin to reach the lost, Lord, it takes a body. It takes a group of people. And, Lord, we all need each other. So, Lord, teach us how to be the brothers and sisters you've called us to be. And teach us how to press forward individually so not one of us is lacking in what you've called us to be. Lord, so we're not dragging down our brothers and sisters, but, Lord, we're pushing with each other. We're helping push forward in the things you've called us to be. Lord, give us the ability to walk in all the ways you created us to walk. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this message.